Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. You might be able to tell from my face or my voice that I'm a little bit sleepy, a little bit tired, because I quite recently woke up about an hour ago. I got I got out of bed really, and but despite that, I am in a very good mood because it's a really beautiful sunny day today. So it's quite a rare thing in the UK, but this whole week in London has been really sunny and pretty warm. It's it's just about getting into t-shirt weather as we call it. So that puts me in a good mood, you know, first week of spring as well, which is always good. I'm recording this a little bit in advance, you might be able to tell, but yeah, spring is here. So a really common phrase for this is we say spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. Spring is the season. Sprung is the past tense of the verb to spring, which means kind of to jump up, to appear suddenly. So spring has appeared, spring has sprung. Very strange phrase, isn't it? Today I'm going to be talking about a very happy and optimistic topic, which is living in the moment. Living in the moment. I think it's a really interesting thing that we could all learn from, and it's just something that's been on my mind recently, a little bit more than usual. And I've also been really happy with the activity we've had on the Level Up English membership. So we've had some really amazing and fun group lessons recently where we kind of gather and have a conversation about different topics. It's really amazing to see everyone from all around the world gather on a Zoom call with me. Everyone is so positive and friendly and supportive and it, it just makes me so happy. I love to see that. And we've also had some really nice writing practices, right? So a new course that I have made is a writing practice course where people can submit their writing once a week and I will give my feedback and corrections to that writing. And we've had some really nice responses regarding people's goals for this year. We've had people sharing their opinions about recycling, sharing ideas about what they would do in a zombie attack, a zombie apocalypse. Lots of cool ideas over there. So that's been really fun to see as well. So thank you for anyone who has become a member recently, and I do encourage you to try out the writing course or join a group lesson and I can meet you in person. And yeah, it's also probably a good time to mention that's also the place to go for transcripts as well. So if you want to see the podcast transcripts for these episodes, you can become a member. So that's levelupenglish.school and then click on the member button at the top of the page. And you get transcripts, group lessons, private podcast episodes where I talk about more private things, top secret. But yeah, if that sounds interesting for you, you can click the link in the podcast show notes to check it out. But okay, so as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be talking today about living in the moment and we're going to end the podcast later on with a, a nice audio message from one of you guys, a nice listener audio message. So we'll get to that later. But I think that living in the moment is such an important thing. So it's essentially the idea that we're not worried about the past, we're not worried about the future, we're just focused on the present as much as possible. 
And I want to kind of explore this topic today and maybe talk about some vocabulary that could be useful. And I also want to read a quote from a book that I read recently, which made me think about this topic, think to share this topic. One quote I could start with, by the way, is I don't even need my notes for this quote because it's such an amazing one that I've remembered for many, many years from perhaps not originally, but I heard it from Alan Watts, who says, the past is just a memory. The future is an expectation. There is only eternal now. Beautiful, beautiful phrase. And I think it's so nice. Whenever we're worried about something or we have some regret about the past, we can just remember this phrase and know that now is the only thing that I'm experiencing. Anything in the past or the future is just an idea in my head. It's not real in some sense, right? So I have one quote here, one snippet of text from, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce his name, but I'm guessing it's like Blaise Pascal or something like that. And to be honest, I don't know where I found this uh, snippet of text. I don't know where I found it. Maybe it was in a book I was reading. I'm not sure. I can't, I cannot remember, but it was in my notes anyway, and I really liked it. So I, obviously I liked it enough to save it. And I thought I could read some of it to you now, and maybe I could explain some, because it's written in quite complicated English. So I'm going to read a little bit and then try to, let's say, translate it into more simple English as well. So the first part is, we never keep to the present. We anticipate the future as if we found it too slow in coming and were trying to hurry it up. Or we recall the past as if to stay its too rapid flight. So we anticipate the future as if we found it too slow in coming. I guess what this is saying is we're always thinking, expecting, anticipating the future. It's almost like we think the future is coming too slowly. But in reality, the future will come. The future will come whether you're excited or worried about something. It's going to happen in its own time. And there's no need to anticipate it so much. I guess that's what that's saying. We recall the past. Recall is to kind of remember, to bring back to your memory. Recall the past as if to stay its too rapid flight. Again, very kind of maybe kind of old-fashioned kind of English style of talking here. To stay its too rapid flight, I think what this is saying is the past leaves us so quickly. As soon as the past has gone, it becomes forgotten and it, it kind of, you know, it becomes a memory, right, really, really quickly. What you're enjoying in the moment now becomes a memory very shortly. And if we keep recalling the past, then we allow it to kind of stay in the present and try to cling onto the past. I love this next one as well. We are so unwise that we wander about in times that do not belong to us and do not think of the only one that does. So we're so unwise that we wander about in times that do not belong to us. We're spending all our time, all our mental mind, our mental power, I guess, in the past, in the future. These times do not belong to us. That's what he's saying. The present moment belongs to us, but we don't spend any time here, right? The fact is that the present usually hurts. The present hurts. We thrust it out of sight because it distresses us. 
And if we find it enjoyable, we are sorry to see it slip away. We thrust it out of sight, we push it out of the way. The present can be painful, right? So we get rid of it because we don't want to worry about it. We get rid of it. And if it is an enjoyable moment, we're just worried. Oh no, it's going to go away. I'm so concerned that this moment is not going to last forever. And then what I will do, I'll put the, the whole passage of text on the show notes, which you can find at my website slash podcast 155. So I recommend reading all of it. I'm not going to talk about all of it today, but I recommend reading all of it if you can. But I'm going to skip to the end now and read this next line. Thus, we never actually live, but hope to live. And since we're always planning how to be happy, it is inevitable that we should never be so. I think that that sums it all up. So let's break that down. Thus, we never actually live. Thus just means therefore, so. Because of this, we never live. We're hoping to live. We're kind of waiting for the future moment when we can finally live our lives. And we're always planning how to be happy rather than being happy now. So because we're always planning, always, always planning, we never get that moment to be happy. No matter how big the problems or concerns or anxieties are, the reality of your life is always now. I think that's such an amazing thing to remember. So I maybe this came from a book I was reading. It's called The Shortness of Life. This is a kind of an essay by Seneca. And he had some amazing quotes in there that really, really stuck out to me. So I just think it's so beneficial to think of life in this way because so much of our life goes by unconsciously where we're thinking about that future moment, thinking about the weekend, right? There's this phrase in English, which is live for the weekend. You know, yeah, work, 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 boring. But yeah, Friday, Saturday, that's when the fun can begin. And I feel like it's not the best way to go through life because for one reason, that's when life can slip away from you. If you only live for the future, life seems to go by so quickly. But I think if you can really be in the moment and enjoy the moment, I feel personally that life can go a bit more slowly and you can really enjoy your days a lot more. And I suppose there's also an argument to be said about being in painful moments too, right? It's very easy when you're having a painful moment to think about something else. It's okay, it will be over, I can think about happy things, but maybe there's also an argument to be made for experiencing the painful moments and maybe learning a lesson from them, if there's any lesson to be learned. So maybe there's something there as well, right? Here's another quote by Seneca. I guess this is translated from his text from like 2,000 years ago. So it's kind of very formal, difficult English. But again, I'll break it down and maybe we can learn some words from this as well. So Seneca says one line in his book, life will be driven on through a succession of preoccupations. We shall always long for leisure, but never enjoy it. So a succession of preoccupations. If you're preoccupied, that means your mind is busy thinking about something. Succession means one after the other. So one after the other, your mind is always thinking about that next thing. And because you're always longing for leisure, To long for something means to to yearn, to really, really want something deeply. I long to be with you. I really want to be with you. If you're longing for leisure, you're 
really hoping for fun times, basically. So we long for leisure, but we never enjoy it. Because when we get there, we're thinking about the next thing, right? I, I think we all do this. I'm not saying that I don't do this, of course. When I'm really excited to have dinner, I'm so hungry. I really want some food. I have some food. And then while I'm eating, I'm thinking, oh, I really want to have some dessert. What can I have for dessert? And then when I get dessert, I think, hmm, maybe I could have like a coffee after this. That will be good. And then I get coffee and I think, now what can I do after the coffee? Maybe I go for a walk. It's always planning the next thing. And then by the end of the meal, I realize I haven't spent any time enjoying the meal. So I suppose this relates to, what was it, episode four? One of the very first episodes all about mindfulness, being in the present moment, trying to be mindful of everything. I, I really think it's a, a key, a key to be happy in some ways. And I think this can also relate to English learning too. So what I'm doing with the podcast a lot more these days in, is talking about more random topics, topics that interest me. Hopefully they interest you as well. And my goal is to kind of help practice your English listening and vocabulary through these random topics. But also I want to kind of link it to English learning a little bit. So it's not totally random. It's got some connection, you know. And I think when it comes to language learning in general, this is really important because I think we should all learn to enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. I think just like anything else in life, in language learning, it's so easy to be fixated, fixed on this future goal of becoming fluent or passing an exam or whatever it is. I think really in language learning, you'll never ever reach that moment where you can say, I'm here, I've done it. I have completed English. Even if we could, I don't think it would be a good moment. And to give you an example, if there's any gamers out there, you know what I mean. Because when you play a video game, so when I play a video game, I'm always thinking, I cannot wait to progress in this game. I really want to get further in the game. I want to get further. I want to get to the end of the game. And I get to the end of the game and I go, yes, I did it. And then the reality sinks in. And, oh, wait, the game is finished. So what was I doing this whole time? All this time I was working up to see the end credits of the game. Was that really the whole point of the game? And of course you realize the point of the game was to play the game. It wasn't to get to the end. Same with reading a book, same with listening to a song, watching a movie. It's about the process of doing it. It's not about getting to the end result. And all of these things I think are analogies for language learning as well. So whatever stage you're at in your English learning, enjoy the process. Try to find enjoyment every single day. I cannot wait to learn English today. I cannot wait to learn some new words, expand my mind. Um, maybe even that's wrong. I, I cannot wait. That's still like a future excitement, isn't it? It's good to be excited about English learning, but maybe even better just be like, I'm so happy to be studying right now. It's amazing that I'm learning this right now. And then don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about your progress so much. I mean, maybe every few weeks, take some time to reflect on your progress, but don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on your progress. To dwell, this word, is to spend too much time thinking about something. 
we say dwell on the past, thinking about the past in too much detail. So don't dwell on the past, don't dwell on your language learning mistakes too much. Another good analogy perhaps is like climbing a mountain, right? There's always going to be another peak of the mountain. Peak means like the top of a mountain. And if any of you have ever climbed a mountain before, you'll know it's kind of disappointing when you think you're at the top, you get to the peak, and then there's another peak behind it that's even taller. And it's like, oh, I've got to keep going. It's quite annoying. And I think, yeah, learning English can be the same. You feel like you're getting to a peak, you're, you're getting success, and then you realise how much more you have to learn. And I think if anyone starts learning a language with the knowledge of how much there is to learn, I just, I don't think they'll do it. I don't think people will begin because there's so much to learn and it's really daunting. Daunting means scary. It's scary to think about, scary to start. It's daunting. But I think the reason we learn is because we take it one day at a time and that's really the best attitude to have. So hopefully that's a nice reminder for you guys just to kind of take your time and not rush things and yeah let me know if my rant today did reach you at the right time let me know if it was interesting for you to hear you know maybe this is stuff that you thought about a lot before but it's always nice to have that reminder isn't it and again i will put the full quotes that i was reading out from today from seneca and from i forgot his name already blaise pascal i believe I'll put them on my show notes page and I recommend reading all of them and could be a good way to learn some words as well, but it's quite difficult English, I'm not going to lie. But okay, so yeah, let, let's get to the, the final part of the episode today where let's, well, let's, first of all, let's listen to a nice message from Turkey. Turkey, let's have a listen and see what he said. Hello, Michael and your listeners. Uh, my name is Turkey and I am from Saudi Arabia. Just I want to thank you very much, Michael, for your amazing podcast. And I just want to say something about myself. And maybe it will be useful for the listeners that I am before two years ago. I was very bad in English and I can't make a sentence or 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 saying any word but now here i am i record this message for your amazing podcast and i think thousands of people listened and uh, i am very proud of myself so just for anyone who think the english is very hard or something no it isn't it's very easy just you have to practice and love uh, what you're doing like michael said in 140 Opposite, I think, from a podcast. So, yes, this is my message, and thank you, Michael. And I am very proud to record this message and send it to you. So, goodbye. Thank you so much, Turkey, for that very kind message. That was really nice of you to share. People, you're always welcome to share an audio message with me if you like. It might appear in a future episode. But yeah, it's amazing that you have stuck with the podcast and you've seen such quick growth in your English. So well done to you and hopefully that will serve as some inspiration and motivation to other listeners out there. And with a little bit of hard work and patience, 
you can see that improvement too. But yeah, thank you for taking the time to send that audio message. This week on the private podcast, I'm going to be talking about a slightly different topic. I'm going to be talking very casually about one's attitude towards challenge. So facing challenges and why people like challenge, why challenge is important, adversity is important. I think people people are drawn to challenges, right? Like, I love difficult languages, but why do I make it so hard for myself? Why don't I just pick an easy language to learn? I think this idea of challenge is really interesting and I think it can be related to language learning too. So I'm going to be talking all about that on Friday, this Friday, which is on the private podcast for members. So that's going to be hopefully a nice fun chat we're going to talk about there. But yeah, let's finish today with two nice reviews from Apple Podcasts. One from Garda996, who says, This is such a great podcast full of rich information on how to improve your English. Thank you, Teacher Michael. Thank you, Garda996. One more from Shaker, who says, Hi, Michael. I just want to say thank you so much for your great effort to make this podcast as one of the best to learn English. Keep it up. All the best wishes wishes from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Thank you so much, Shaker, for your review. And thank you, everyone, for your reviews. I'll do my best to read all of them eventually. But it really means a lot to me and it helps the podcast grow as well. So thank you very much. Let's finish with a quote from my Instagram page. Every Friday I post a picture of something from my life along with a quote for some motivation. This, well, I don't know, this Friday, next Friday, I don't know when I'm going to post it, but this picture today is a picture of Louis, my parents' cat. And the quote underneath him says, two things define you. Your patience when you have nothing and your attitude when you have everything. Good quote about patience there. What does that mean to you? I think this was a good quote because the picture of Louis was him waiting for food and he looked really grumpy waiting for food. So he's quite a patient boy, but he could maybe improve on that. If you want to see Louis the cat, go to my Instagram page, English of Michael. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found this episode useful and uplifting and positive as well. And I look forward to talking with you next week for another episode. Thank you so much and goodbye for now. See you later. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.